Blog Talk Radio. Well, good day and welcome to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And today, Dr. Valdez is going to be talking about type 2 diabetes, which is, as we all know, a big killer, a large, far too large killer of humans in our world. And he's going to talk about how Moringa can benefit the people with diabetes, type 2 especially. And today we normally, like I say, we're talking about type 2 diabetes, and we normally lately talk about essential oils. But this is going to be a very interesting show because he has some research for us. And in case you're not familiar with Dr. Valdez, he presently teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he has spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. So I'm going to say welcome to the show, Dr. Fred Valdez, to our audience also, and I'm passing the show over to you. Well, thank you, Denise. And, you know, diabetes is it's such a such an important topic uh, because it literally has become an epidemic, uh, not only in North America, but uh, I'm sure, you know, in many countries in the world, you know, uh, definitely uh, diabetes is something that we need to look at. Uh, and uh, we're talking about diabetes type 2. And for those in the audience who may not be a little familiar with that, real quick, just want to give a little background on what is diabetes. And uh, diabetes type 2 is, is, is called uh, non-insulin-dependent diabetes. Uh, it's diabetes that we pick up uh, later in life for different factors. We're going to talk about some of those factors. Diabetes type 1 is insulin-dependent diabetes, and that mostly comes from genetics and, you know, pretty much uh, insulin is a required treatment. And there's been a lot of advances in insulin, uh, you know, how insulin is administered and uh, you know, a route of administrations, and they've experimented with uh, uh, inhalable uh, insulin and so on and so forth, the insulin pumps. We've had a lot of advances in how we give insulin, and the dosage has gotten very uh, accurate and, and very a lot easier. But this is type 2 diabetes, folks. In uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, it, it's, it's, it's an increasingly prevalent uh, but also, here's the good news, it's largely preventable. Uh, you know, according to the disease control uh, the CDC in the United States, uh, type 2 accounts for about 90 to 90% of all diagnosed cases of diabetes in adults uh, in the United States. Uh, now, in general, uh, one out of three adults has pre-diabetes, okay? And of this group, nine out of ten don't know they have it, and, and this is really... This is of concern here because you don't know they have it. The longer you delay diagnosis and, 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 and uh, taking care of it and treatment, the worse it gets and the more, more difficult it is to, to treat. Uh, here's a scary number, too. 29.1 million people in the United States have diabetes, but 8.1 million may be undiagnosed and unaware of their condition. Uh, you know, according to the CDC, about 1.4 million new cases of diabetes are diagnosed in the United States every year. Uh, more than one in every 10 adults who are 20 years or older have diabetes. <clears throat> now, for seniors, 65 or older, the figure rises to more than one in four. So th- this is this is something uh, that's really really scary. Uh, you know, in ethnic groups, uh, we can talk about that a little bit. It affects mostly Native Americans, African Americans, Hispanics, and Asians. Uh, but uh, you know, everybody's 
it's, it's uh, prone to diabetes. Now, you know, age is definitely a factor. Now, here's a number, and the title of the show is Diabetes Kills. Well, here's, here's a number, you know, drum roll. Worldwide, diabetes kills 1.5 million people every year. Let me repeat that. 1.5 million people are, are killed from diabetes every year. And this number is expected to double by 2030. And, folks, 2030 basically is just around the corner. Uh, you know, the risk of developing, <coughs> excuse me, developing uh, type 2 diabetes also increases with age, as we mentioned. So, and, and you know, not age like all, you know, I'm talking, when I say increases with age, the pretty much the, the marking line here, the age here, is 40 for, for men mostly. Uh, you know, this is a disease that affects, um, uh, for the most part, men. So when you're men over 40, it, it's almost like, a, like you're going to have it, you know. The risk is really high. So uh, all that said, what what does it do? What does diabetes do? Well, you know, the complications of diabetes is just, just they're, 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 everything. Everything gets affected by diabetes. You know, heart, heart heart disease, you know, stroke, hypertension, high blood pressure, blindness, and eye problems. So if you already have an eye problem, it's going to get worse with diabetes. Kidney disease, uh, nervous system complications, amputations, of course, because you have a very low healing uh, 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 curve. So, so you know, if you can heal amputation, still what we do. Uh, foot problems, dental disease, if you have dental problems, diabetes de- definitely plays a role, a factor on that. Pregnancy complications, mental health problems such as depression and skin issues. So, uh, it, you know, diabetes affects pretty much everything. So, you know, and, and diabetes type 2, what do we do? What are the answers that we provide for diabetes type 2? Well, you know, the eternal answer is there. They say, you know, it's preventable, of course. But, you know, the number one thing that, that has to happen is you need to know whether you, ha- you are pre-diabetic or not. Uh, you need to know uh, if you are at risk f- for diabetes uh, type 2. Uh, at a young age, I'm not talking about when you turn 40 or 50, uh, you know, kids, we have to run on diabetes that's also on the rise. So, you know, any any fasting blood sugar, uh, and I know in Canada perhaps they use uh, different numbers because uh, they use a different testing method, uh, same thing in Latin America. But in the United States, uh, any fasting blood sugar that is past 110, th- that can be considered pre-diabetes, and therefore you have to have a more intricate test uh, called a, a, a glucose uh, uh, a GTT, glucose tolerance test, uh, that tells you how you abs- how your body absorbs the sugar. It's a long test. You're in the doctor's office for a while. And, of course, we keep track of the A1C hemoglobin, but the A1C, it gives us a history. The A1C hemoglobin gives us a history for the last month or two months, uh, uh, you know, as far as what your diet is, as far as ingesting sugar. So, so those are the markers that we need to, to worry about. Now, what are the answers? Well, you know, the eternal answer for everything, right? Lose weight, exercise, uh, don't, don't have a sedentary life. Easier said than done, you know. Uh, and, of course, that affects is tied to weight. One of the, one of the factors with diabetes is, is, is overweight. And, of course, we know the large percentage, you know, it's all linked. When we talk about the numbers of diabetes, it's also, I guarantee you that 80% of those people are overweight, so, so we're talking about the, the weight problem, and you know we've done several shows on, on weight management and so on and so forth. 
Uh, but this show, I want to talk about Moringa oleifera because uh, one of the things, and they say, you know, proper nutrition for diabetes, of course. And, you know, proper nutrition, again, is one of those cliches that we say easier said than done. Uh, and we've done a lot of shows about proper nutrition and so on and how difficult it is to have proper nutrition for all the factors that we know that it's for the factors of, you know, work uh, problems and, and getting to work and people taking a little uh, lunch box uh, to work and then you forget your lunch box. So, so what do you do? You you go to go to McDonald's. You don't go to fast food, and, and you know very very few people uh, go to McDonald's for for a salad. You, you know, it's funny. I, I want to say this it just come out of the news yesterday. It's really I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, McDonald's sales have increased a lot, and the United States are doing very well. Uh, and and then the reasons is because of, they have a bigger burger. They they actually modified. The Big Mac, <laughs> and, and it's bigger, you know, it's more meat and stuff like that. Uh, so it's because of the burgers that they're selling more, not because of the salads, you know. It would be funny. <laughs> McDonald's doing great because they're selling a lot more salads. You know, you, you don't go to McDonald's, you know, to get a salad. I mean, some people do. You don't go to the other fast food places thinking, dreaming about that fantastic salad, even though some places now, <clears throat> the fast food places do carry fairly healthy salads, but, but that's not the, the point. The point is that, you know, uh, the, the masses, the people who work, people who have, uh, you know, challenges throughout the day still get, uh, you know, nutrition is not there. So what does Moringa oleifera, what's the role of Moringa oleifera uh, when it comes to diabetes? Let me tell you something. Uh, the research that I looked at, uh, it was too much to include on this show. I was actually surprised myself. Uh, as to how many uh, researches uh, have been done, clinical trials have been done with Moringa oleifera uh, in, in helping with the prevention of diabetes. Uh, so I, I want, you know, we need to include that on the show. Uh, definitely Moringa oleifera. This one, one study that, that really caught my eye because, because it, it was fairly recent. Uh, this study was just completed, folks. This study was actually completed uh, in England in March 30th of this year, 2017. So basically, we're talking uh, days ago, uh, 27 March 30th, 2017. Uh, so it, it's a this study is still hot off the press. And basically, I, I'm going to get into the scientific part of the study because it was actually complicated. But the the, the, the bottom line, the, the the summary of the study is like something called the ZNO nanoparticles. Uh, uh, displayed remarkable antioxidant and anti-diabetic activities. And those are nanoparticles that are found in, in Moringa oleifera. Uh, uh, Denise, I found more than, than 10 studies on PubMed.gov, which is a website that publishes all the recent studies that have been done on anything in the world, uh, on Moringa oleifera's activity uh, preventing uh, diabetes. Okay, uh, There was another one uh, fairly recent too, from like a year ago or so, that definitely, uh, you know, decreases the glycemic index. Uh, so, so there are properties in, in diabetes, uh, fighting diabetes, coming from Moringa oleifera. Now, you know, Moringa oleifera has, is becoming, it's fast becoming a buzzword uh, around the world pretty much, uh, at least in, in our part of the world here, Philippines and other, other countries. Uh, it's been around for thousands of years, and those of you who are not familiar with Moringa oleifera, 
you know, CG International, which is a company that we uh, decided to, to join, is a Moringa Oliveira company, basically. And that's the reason why I joined, folks. The, the only reason I joined, not the only reason, but <clears throat> the, the driving reason why I decided to be part of CG International is because it's a company that's dedicated and was founded on Moringa Oliveira. And now, let's give a little background, because uh, just yesterday, Denise, a couple of days ago, I did a three-way call uh, with one of our associates, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, the question came up, he lives in Costa Rica, and the question came up, uh, in Costa Rica, they are they're planting Moringa Oliveira uh, because it's really, really get, getting something that's no longer something obscure that you never heard of. Uh, other countries like Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, and so on, they have been planting Moringa Oliveira uh, to, to, to feed the masses, you know, and that's not a, a figure of speech because they know it's like a super food. So, but here's here's the thing about our company and the Moringa coming from Seed International. Seed uh, International, to give a little background, was founded by a man called Ken Brailsford. Uh, this man is an icon in the wellness industry. Uh, it's a man who, who took two uh, wellness companies uh, to the billion-dollar level in sales uh, years ago, uh, and he was retired. He had sold the companies, and the companies are still active. They're still very active today. And uh, a retired billionaire in Utah about 10 years, uh, 12 years ago, I saw a documentary from the Discovery Channel on the benefits of Moringa Lefer. And And that was it. It was like a flash. Uh, he had, in his words, he had a calling to bring this Moringa affair to the masses. Uh, so what he did is they, he called a group of scientists that had worked with him before, and they researched uh, the different varieties of Moringa for over a year and a half. And, of course, not all Moringa is the same. So they chose the variety that has the most amount of nutrients, 90-plus nutrients. And the process uh, by which our Moringa is, is done, it's unique. Uh, our company, they own their own farms in India where it grows very well. Uh, it's dried in the shade, which makes a lot of difference uh, when it comes to all the all the, the ingredients of the Moringa. If you dry it in the sun, it loses a lot of nutrients. Our Moringa is dried in the shade, so, so it stays very fresh and it, it maintains the enzymes and the nutrients. And we use, and this is really important, we use all components of the tree. You know, many companies will use the leaves uh, of the Moringa. Uh, and, you know, I always hear this. Uh, living in South Florida, you know, it grows here. And once in a while, I run into people say, hey, yeah, you know, I got a Moringa plant in my backyard, real pretty, and, and I know it's good for me, and I, sometimes I make tea from the leaves and all that. And, and I tell them this. You know, the, the drinks that we have from Moringa, for example, are called Super Mix and Smart Mix. You know, for the Super Mix, it's a sachet that you mix with eight ounces of water and you drink it every day. Uh, it takes three and a half pounds of just the leaves for each little bag of our drink. Uh, so I ask people, can you duplicate that? Uh, it's impossible. And on top of that, you don't know what kind of moringa you have in the backyard. You don't know the source. You're... So there's a lot of factors that play into what moringa am I going uh, to have. So uh, and that that is key. Uh, now, should we take Moringa every day? Absolutely. But today's show, it's about diabetes, folks. Diabetes. Now, you can do all the other good things. Uh, and, of course, the other solutions that we have for diabetes, you know, and it kills me, Denise, because 
every week, basically, there's a new medication that comes out for diabetes type 2. You know, anything that becomes big and becomes an epidemic and all that, you know the pharmaceutical companies are jumping in the bandwagon and trying to get medications out. Well, you know, the, when you listen to the side effects on, on the TV commercials, you go, you know, the side effects like that, I think I may have to look for a different uh, different option here. Uh, the Tosa, I don't mention the name, you just came out recently, and you, you only take it once a week for control of diabetes type 2 and all that. The side effects, not only depression, but it has heart side effects. It give you a heart attack. You could die from it. You, uh, depression, I mean, on and on and on and on, the number of side effects that you can get from, from the drug. But it's only once a week. So, you know, it's just great, right? But those are the options that we have. We have drugs that we use for diabetes type 2. You know, metformin, I, as you mentioned on the beginning of the show, Denise, you know what I teach at, at a medical college, and, and, and I dare my students all the time. I said, let's go on the street and stop cars in the traffic light. And I will ask, uh, you know, every driver if he's taking any uh, diabetes medication. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that probably six out of ten cars, they're going to say yes. And I guarantee you the number one drug they're taking is metformin. It's just the most commonly used drug for diabetes type 2 in different forms. They have some variations. They have one called uh, Jalumad, which is a Genuvia and metformin combined and so on. But, but again, it's something that they tell you you will take it for life. This is not something you're going to take for a month uh, and, and then you, you're fine. No, you will take that for life. And, of course, on top of that, it comes a diet and it comes to watching your carbs and it comes exercise. So, it, and nothing wrong with that, but it's a combination of factors. And here's a logical point that, I, that I'm trying to make in the show. It has been demonstrated by the study I just quoted and about 10 others, and I'm sure if I dig deep enough and I spend a little more time, I will find more studies that have been done uh, on, the, on the effects of Moringa Lufera in, in prevention and, and actually taking care of treating in some ways Moringolifera. And when I say the word treating, you know, it just reminds me that as we do in every show when we talk about our products, this is a good time to uh, to do the disclaimer, and we have to do that, folks. The FTC uh, says we have to do it, and Fija is a company that's uh, very compliant. So, uh, you know, none of the products we, we mentioned here are meant to treat, diagnose, prevent, mitigate, or cure any diseases. All that said, folks, I- I'm speaking from a research point of view. This is not uh, folk stories or or you know somebody who knows somebody who, who had an aunt uh, who was married to an uncle uh, that took a Moringa tea and got cured. I'm not, you know, those, those are folk tales. Uh, true or not true, uh, what I'm saying here is that there is enough evidence by far to support uh, taking Moringa Lifera for diabetes. Now, the other health benefits of Moringa Lifera, my God, we've done a lot of shows on that, and perhaps we should go back and do at uh, some point you know, go back to basics, I guess, and do one of the shows on all the health benefits of Moringa Lifera, uh, you know, the live enzymes, uh, the omega-3 and the vitamins and the minerals and so on and so on, the anti-inflammatories that it contains. So all that is great. But, but this is specific with diabetes, and, and it's really surprising to see, Denise, uh, all this research that has been published uh, on, on Moringa, uh, Moringa's effects with diabetes type 2. So, uh, folks, uh, diabetes type 2, in, in closing, uh, do the things that your doctor tells you to do. 
you know, do the other things that we're supposed to do, the exercise part and the diet part and the losing weight part and so on and so on. But something that, you know, my view on this, Denise, is like, you know, it's something that is not going, there's no downside here. Taking Moringa only fair on a daily basis has zero downside, zero. So uh, uh, it's a no-brainer. That's just using an old cliche. It's an absolute no-brainer. So it gives you a lot of benefits besides that one. So you should take it on a daily basis. And then the question comes, which Moringa will I take? Something you bought in the flea market, something you order online from Amazon for $3 or whatever, or something that's absolutely FDA certified as pharmaceutical grade uh, uh, Moringa drinks. Uh, you know, the FDA was in our plant in Salt Lake City about uh, four years ago or so, and, and they spent three days in our plant, and when they came out, they said, our drinks are actually pharmaceutical grade. Does it mean they're a drug? It means that the, the level of purity it's, it's high. It's exactly what it says it is, as opposed to something you buy in a store that's been sitting there or on a flea market or online somewhere, not knowing the source. You know, so many companies are getting in the bandwagon now, selling moringa leaves and moringa this and moringa tea and so on and so on. And folks, you don't know what you don't know what's in there. Uh, you don't know the source. Uh, you can go to a website and, and check all the sources and see. You know, we process all of our own moringa. We don't use the vendor from somewhere, and we buy it. Uh, it's all processed uh, from our own farms to a, to the plant to your mouth to your stomach, uh, and that's it. It's a completely vertical operation, and and that ensures safety right there. So you know, you're not buying them from another source or the cheapest source. No, no, no. It's a vertical operation that goes from first privately owned farms in India. Process the right way, take by hand, dry in the shade, using the whole tree, special containers to Salt Lake City, uh, to the plant in Salt Lake, to your house, to your water, to your stomach. So, Denise, that's the show for today. If you have any comments, I'll pass the show back to you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for all that great information. And it's true, we're we're seeing such a rise in, in diabetes, type 2 especially, it's it's quite shocking, and I know a lot of mainstream media has been approaching the topic for the past few years and educating people, and and you're continuing to, to do that, and it's it's very helpful. And I don't know if I ever told you this story, but before my mother passed away, she was, in, every three times a week, she would take kidney dialysis. And every person who had anything to do with her, any doctor or any dietitian or nurse or therapist, the first question they always asked was, are you diabetic? And I found that to be quite interesting because I started to notice a pattern. And so I asked some questions, and sure enough, she was the only person in the ward. And there there's varying ages, right from babies up to her age. She was, I think, probably the oldest. But they all had diabetes type 2 except for her, which was mm-hmm. quite interesting. And that was apparently, there was another ward there too, and the, the nurses told me that, you know, diabetes was prevalent there also. So there's, you know, they're starting to make connections, and they're starting to, to let that come out to the world, the knowledge, and, and you're bringing more, as much, if not more, knowledge right to us out here in the in the mainstream people. So on that note, would you like to give our audience, in case they have any questions for you, your email address? Absolutely. My email is fredvaldez56 at gmail.com. Fred Valdez, the number 56 
at gmail.com, and Valdez is spelled with an S, not a Z. Well, that's good, and thank you very much again, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of the week, and to our audience also, and we will see you again next week. We'll be Our show will be a little bit earlier in the week next week. So have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.